the feast of speech. O ye lovers of this wrong one, cleanse your eyes so that ye behold no man as different from yourselves. See ye no strangers, rather see all men as friends. For love and unity come hard when you fix your gaze upon one otherness. And in this new and wondrous age, the holy writings say that we must be at one with each other, that we must see neither harshness nor justice, neither malevolence nor hostility nor hate, but rather turn your eyes towards the heaven of ancient glory. For each of the creatures is the sign of God, and it is by the grace of the Lord of his power that each did step into the world. Therefore, they are not strangers, but in the family, not aliens, but friends to be treated as such. Oh, my brother, take thou the step of the spirit so that swift as the twinkling of an eye, thou mayest flash through the wilds of remoteness and bereavement, attain the risbon of everlasting union, and in one breath commune with the heavenly spirits. For with human feet thou canst never hope to traverse these immeasurable distances, nor attain thy goal. Peace be upon him whom the light of truth guideth, unto all truth, and who, in the name of God, standeth in the path of his cause upon the shore of true understanding. Baha'u'llah. Through your endeavors, through your heavenly morals, through your devoted efforts, a perfect bond of unity and love may be established between the East and the West, so that the bestowals of God may descend upon all and that all may be seen to be parts of the same tree, the great tree of the human family. For mankind may be likened to the branches, leaves, blossoms, and fruit of that tree. The favors of God are unending, limitless, infinite bounties that have encompassed the world. We must emulate the bounties of God, and just as each one of them, the bounty of life, for instance, surrounds and encompasses all, so likewise must we be connected and blended together until each part shall become the expression of the whole. Abdu'l-Baha. From the gleanings of Baha'u'llah. Know thou that according to what thy Lord, the Lord of all men hath decreed in his book, the favors vouchsafed by him unto mankind have been and will remain limitless in their range. First and foremost among these favors, which the Almighty hath conferred upon man, is the gift of understanding. His purpose in conferring such a gift is none other except then to enable his creatures to know and recognize the one true God, exalted be his glory. This gift giveth man the power to discern the truth in all things, leadeth him to that which is right, and helpful and helpeth him to discover the secrets of creation. The next in rank is the power of vision, the chief instrument whereby his understanding can function. The senses of hearing, of the heart, 
and the like are similarly to be reckoned among the gifts with which the human body is endowed. Immeasurably exalted is the Almighty who hath created these powers and revealed them in the body of man. Render thanks unto thy Lord for having vouchsafed unto thee so great a bounty. Lift up thy voice and say, All praise be to thee, O thou the desire of every understanding heart. I have awakened in thy shelter, O my God, and it becometh him that seeketh that shelter to abide within the sanctuary of thy protection and thy stronghold of thy defense. Illumine my inner being, O my Lord, with the splendors of the day spring of thy revelation, even as thou didst illumine my outer being with the morning light of thy favor. Baha'u'llah. From Prayers and Meditations, number 26. Suffer me, O my God, to draw nigh unto thee and to abide within the precincts of thy court. For remoteness from thee hath well nigh consumed me. Cause me to rest under the shadow of the wings of thy grace. For the flame of my separation from thee hath melted my heart within me. Draw me nearer unto the river that is life indeed, for my soul burneth with thirst in its ceaseless search after thee. My sighs, O oh my God, proclaim the bitterness of mine anguish, and the tears I shed attest my love for thee. I beseech thee by the praise wherewith thou praisest thyself, and the glory wherewith thou glorifiest thine own essence, to grant that we may be numbered among them that have recognized thee and acknowledged thy sovereignty in thy days. Help us then to quaff, O my God, from the fingers of mercy, the living waters of thy loving kindness, that we may utterly forget all else except thee and be occupied only with thyself. Powerful art thou to do what thou willest. No God is there beside thee, the mighty, the help in peril, the self-subsisting. Glorified be thy name, O thou who art the King of all kings. Baha'u'llah. O son of earth, wouldst thou have me seek none other than me? And wouldst thou gaze upon my beauty? Close thine eyes to the world and all that is therein. For my will and the will of another other than me, even as fire and water cannot dwelleth together in one heart. Baha'u'llah. The happiness and greatness, the rank and station, the pleasure and peace of an individual have never been consisted in his personal wealth, but rather in his excellent character, his high resolve, the breadth of his learning, 
and his ability to solve difficult problems. Abdul Baha. The origin of the Baha'i calendar, the Bab, the primal point of a new creation, brought humanity into a new division of time in a calendar of 19 months. Although all through our past heritage, the months of the years and the days of the week have been names of pagan feasts and Roman holidays, the Bob swept these ancient landmarks away and replaced them with the qualities of splendor, glory, beauty, grandeur, light, mercy, words, perfection, names, might, will, knowledge, power, speech, questions, humor, sovereignty, dominion, and loftiness. Meditating upon these sublime attributes, man is enabled to gaze beyond the curve of time, wherein the swing and change of planetary movements exists to the eternal qualities that stabilize the soul. Prayer for America. O thy kind Lord, this gathering is turning to thee these hearts are radiant with thy love. These mind and spirits are exhilarated by the message of thy glad tidings. O oh God, let this America democracy become glorious in spiritual degrees, even as it has aspired material degrees, and render just government victorious. Confirm this revered nation to upraise the standards of the oneness of humanity to promulgate the most great peace, to become thereby most glorious and praiseworthy among all the nations of the world. O oh God, this American nation is worthy of thy favors and is deserving of thy mercy. Make it precious and near to thee through thy bounty and bestowal. Abdul Baha. O thou whose face is the object of my adoration, whose beauty is my sanctuary, whose habitation is my goal, whose praise is my hope, whose providence is my companion, whose love is the cause of my being, whose mention is my solace, whose nearness is my desire, whose presence is my dearest wish and highest aspiration. I entreat thee not to withhold from me the things thou didst ordain for the chosen ones among thy servants. Supply me then with the good of this world and of the next. Thou truly art the king of all men. There is no God but thee, the ever forgiving, the most generous. My God, whom I worship and adore, I bear witness unto thy unity and thy oneness and acknowledge thy gifts both in the past and in the present. Thou art the all bountiful, the overflowing showers of whose mercy have rained down upon high and low alike and the splendors of whose grace have been shed over both the obedient and the rebellious. O God of mercy, before whose door the quintessence of mercy hath bowed down, and round the sanctuary of whose cause loving kindness in its inmost spirit hath circled. We beseech thee, 
entreating thine ancient grace and seeking thy present favor that thou mayest have mercy upon all who are the manifestations of the world of being and deny them not the outpourings of thy grace in thy days. All are but poor and needy and thou verily art the all-possessing, the all-subduing, the all-powerful. Baha'u'llah. Endeavor to comprehend the meaning of the changing of the earth. Know thou that upon whatever hearts the bountiful showers of mercy, raining from the heaven of divine revelation, have fallen. The earth of those hearts hath verily been changed into the earth of divine knowledge and wisdom. What myrtles of unity hath the soil of their hearts produced? What blossoms of true knowledge and wisdom hath their illumined bosoms yielded? Were the earth of their hearts to remain unchanged, how could such souls who have not been taught one letter have seen no teacher and entered no school, utter such words and display such knowledge as none can comprehend. Methinks they have been molded from the clay of infinite knowledge and kneaded with the water of divine wisdom. Verily, it hath been said, knowledge is a light which God casteth into the heart of whomsoever he willeth. It is this kind of knowledge which is and hath ever been praiseworthy and not the limited knowledge that has sprung forth from the veiled and obscure minds. The limited knowledge, they even stealthily borrow one from the other, and vainly pride themselves therein. Would that the hearts of men could be cleansed from these man-made limitations and obscure thoughts imposed upon them. Haply, they may be illumined by the light of the sun of true knowledge and comprehend the mysteries of divine wisdom. Consider now, were the parched and barren soil of these hearts to remain unchanged, how could they ever become the recipients of the revelation of the mystery of God and the revealers of the divine essence? Thus hath he said, on the day when the earth shall be changed into another earth. Baha'u'llah.